from the coast of Chalenga's bedroom, alone, by himself, with no Dylan. This is the Coast to Coast NBA podcast. What's up, everyone? I'm here potting alone in reaction to the Timberwolves' first game of the season. Dylan is off caroling somewhere out in L.A. I'm here to talk about the first uh, Timberwolves game. The Timberwolves won the game 111 to 101. Uh, the score is not necessarily indicative of how the the game went. If you look at if you look at like the the box numbers, the the Timberwolves won the the free throw battle. They took twenty eight attempts to Detroit's eight. Um, they shot a better three point percentage. Uh, the the real The real issue here was the Timberwolves were just missing layups. They missed. So many layups. Uh, you know, I tweeted this tonight, but if, if the Wolves had made all their layups, I think they would have won by 100 points. It was that bad. Um, <clears throat> I guess let's let's start at the beginning of the game. The D'Lo, uh, D'Lo came off the bench because he violated uh, COVID protocols, which it, it, that's like such a weak punishment because he still played as many minutes as I'm sure he's going to play, and he finished the game. Um so I, I don't really get the, the punishment there. Um, but I guess, you know, if he was COVID negative and, and everything's cool, then then I'm happy he played because he definitely contributed to winning. But if, if that's going to be the punishment for violating COVID protocol, then it's only a matter of time before some folks on this team get COVID. That's beside the point. Um, the Wolves started with Rubio, Beasley, Lehman, Akogi, and Towns. And... I, I I did I did it in that order, Layman Okogi, because essentially, um, Josh Okogi was the the starting power forward, much to my chagrin. Uh, I, I, uh, I you know I, I wrote an article kind of like outlining Okogi's fit on this roster, and and I, I dove into him at the power forward a little bit, but it definitely was not an ideal fit f- for me. Um, especially in the starting line, it, it's it's an incredible. We're, we're an ins- incredibly small team, I, and I thought it was interesting opening up against Detroit, who is a, a big team. Like I, I mean, their front court is Grant, uh, Griffin, and Plumley, who all can legitimately play center for stretches in the NBA. And you know, Okogi gave gave it a fair shot against Blake. I don't think he did a great job, uh, but I certainly think he did a better job than Jake Lehman would have where he, the primary defender on on Blake. Um, so Okogi was a starting power forward. And, and honestly, the, the, like, the biggest thing is that the, the power forwards on this team, it, it was clearer than ever that that's a hole. Jake looked great in, in preseason. Um but then you know we think about preseason and and who were the who were the power forwards that the the wolves were facing the the wolves were facing Kyle Anderson, who is slow, uh, pretty non athletic, and then Dorian Finney Smith, who is an athlete but he's not really too big big of a threat, right? Um, and so, of course, Layman had the opportunity to look pretty good because there was not that much pressure on him defensively now now I'm, I'm not saying that like Laban is a total bus uh, wash and you know he shouldn't play or shouldn't start or whatnot because I, I think that like honestly of all of all the options he's probably the best uh for the starting position but the hole 
in the roster was really evident tonight. It was it was incredibly, incredibly evident tonight. Then secondly, you know, I, I think that that the Ryan Saunders has has a lot of work left to do figuring out his lineup. So so at at the beginning of the game, the Wolves were really struggling to get going. They couldn't hit any shots. Um it took them like three and a half minutes to get Carl Anthony Towns a shot, which was crazy. I mean, I mean, they, they had to call timeout and like re regather themselves before Carl got a shot off and he hit his first two shots and, you know, looked good, but then he got into early foul trouble, which is something that Wolves fans are very, very familiar with. It's a typical for Carl. Um, and, the 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 wolves that starting unit really just was not able to get it going in in the first quarter it was a lot of one pass shoot possessions which again is very familiar to wolves fans luckily you know in in the second quarter the the second unit really showed up and and played some defense and you know didn't let the game get out of hand um uh, anthony edwards looked awesome he he looked really incredible now i I don't want to get carried away um you know he had 15 points four rebounds four assists on five of 12 shooting one of five from three uh but on the offensive end mostly he looked incredibly patient he was taking his time looking for good shots manipulating the defense you know he would do it i saw him do it a couple times where he'd run the pick and roll and he'd get in front of the defender and as soon as he was in front of the defender he'd just stick his little left arm out and just keep him on his back so he'd have time to decide what to do with the ball whether it was a pass to the rolling nas reed or if it was to attack the rim uh it it was it was really impressive the the thing that i need to see from him is I need to see him use his athleticism to attack the rim with like force. I'm yet to see him just like dunk on someone's head, which he has the athletic ability to do, no doubt. Um, I think he's just being overly cautious, which is, is honestly something I appreciate because he didn't really strike me as a player that would come into the league and, and like uh, begin his career with caution. But he's been pretty judicious about. Uh, his offensive game, you know, I've seen him a couple times in the preseason and in this game, um, you know, get going on the fast break and realize he doesn't have numbers and slow it down. I've seen him, you know, patiently run the pick and roll. Obviously, you know, he took a couple bad three point shots, but uh, the Wolves are clearly all of them are encouraged to put up shots if they feel like they're open. So uh, his game was really impressive and his defense was solid i didn't see him make any like huge flubs um especially that like on ball one-on-one defense he is really really stellar at that another thing that really stuck out uh, out to me this game is uh carl anthony towns passing he finished the game with seven assists really he should have finished with like 12 assists because he facilitated to some wide open shots that were just missed um you know, uh, part of the passing, I'm sure, was because of the foul trouble. He actually ended the game with three offensive fouls, which is like, bro, come on. Um, and it was disappointing, too, because there were a lot of missed calls. He was getting beat up quite a bit by the Pistons, which, you know, it is something that's going to happen. And he handled it well. I mean, his his final line was 22-11-7 with uh, two blocks and one steal. And... uh 
he 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 dealt with it well. You know, the the thing about it is he, he had foul trouble early and had to sit, and then he got his fourth foul early in the second half and had to sit for a while. And you know, uh, once he came back in in the fourth quarter, the last six minutes he looked stellar. I mean, the dude has, and and we know this, we know this. The dude has like top ten NBA player talent in his offensive ability to score inside and out his passing man tonight i mean he was no looking he was over the head behind the back like he was just like going crazy like truly carl anthony jokic out there it was it was incredible and 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 i've said for a long time if for this team to take the next step one of the big things is going to be for carl to bring his assist number up to at least five a game because uh, he needs to move the ball. Because teams teams are going to double team him like crazy. We saw Detroit do it. Um, we saw teams do it in the in the preseason. Even is that they are going to try to to have anybody else on this Timberwolves team, uh, anyone else, beat them. And so they're going to bring the the double team to to Cat. And and tonight he did a pretty good job of of beating it. Um, and, and he 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 dealt with some contact. And you know he ha- unfortunately. Got in foul trouble early, but I mean, if if you're getting in foul trouble early and and you know he only played 30 minutes, um, and he's at 22, 11, and seven, that's pretty, that's pretty good. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna complain. So, look, my big takeaway from this game is that the Timberwolves should have won this game by a lot more. Uh, the, the, the layups, the missed layups were a real problem. I mean, just like some wide open ones too. And so that helped Detroit keep this gap and keep confidence. Like it it kind of felt like the wolves were down like 10 for most of the game. Um, but once, once they got their, their like lineups kind of figured out in the second half, things started to turn around. You know, I, I think that closing lineup of Rubio, uh, Russell, Beasley, Akogi, and Towns. It's small, but Ricky Rubio is incredibly helpful to, to D'Angelo Russell. You know, I, I think I think D'Angelo Russell, when he has the ball in his hands a ton, settles for some pretty difficult shots and sometimes he makes them i was really impressed tonight he made some really really difficult shots but having ricky rubio out there on the court just to communicate and and to get people moving and to like really help facilitate the offense really opened up a lot of shit for uh for the rest of the lineup um you know the 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 other thing i want to talk about is before the beginning of the season I was pretty bullish on the fact that the the Wolves could not play Josh Okoge and and Jarrett Culver together at the same time but I was pretty impressed by their minutes tonight I I like they are both such menaces on the defensive end of uh of things that it it really worked you know uh, Jarrett Culver looked good I, I I think here's the thing I think after tonight, a lot of people are going to be yelling Anthony Edwards in the starting lineup, Jarrett Culver in the starting lineup. I think Anthony Edwards needs to stay on the bench because that bench unit needs someone who can create their own shot. If Malik Beasley is going to stay in the starting lineup and just based on salaries, he kind of has to, then Edwards cannot start because then there won't be anyone 
who can really create their own shot. And yes, Jarrett Culver can, he can, but it's not at the same level that Anthony Edwards can. Because like, because like right now today, Anthony Edwards is ten times better at creating his own shot in the half court than Jarrett Culver was day one of last year. And so I, I just see him, I mean, even in a month or two's time, being able to really be a threat on that end of the court. And, you know, I I said that he was going to come into the NBA and be able to put up 15 points a night, no problem. Um, and I didn't think that it would happen this fast. Granted, this is one game. I don't want to get, uh, I don't want to overreact. But, he looked good. So really, I think that uh, I think that there is more of a case for Jarrett Culver to move in the starting lineup than there is for Anthony Edwards. But you know, the problem is if Jake I guess here here's the problem is that Josh Okogi is a starting four. If we start Josh Okogi and Jarrett Culver, unless Jarrett Culver or Josh Okogi like really steps up their their perimeter shooting that's an issue and also like if Jake Lehman and Josh Okogie is small Jarrett Culver and Josh Okogie is especially small with Jake Lehman at least we can pretend that that the Wolves are are trotting out like a NBA power forward but it, if it's Okogie and and Culver at those forward positions like we're we're not pretending anymore <laughs> we just don't have a power forward and obviously that that is a big issue um and and, and I'm I'm just I'm I'm really curious that's going to be the biggest question of the season I mean how good can Anthony Edwards be is Jared Culver making the leap can Akogi get some shooting going um can Towns be all M- NBA first team level again can D'Angelo Russell be all-star level can Malik Beasley engage defensively I mean, those are big questions, but like the the biggest is what's going on with our four spot, and and, and it was super present tonight because because both Layman and Wancho were bad, 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 bad. So we'll see, um, we'll see. At the end of the day, I'm happy the Wolves got a win. Uh, they have a a way of making things that should be easy wins look incredibly difficult, um, but. They came away with a win, and I'm feeling good. Um, I'm I'm, I'm going to write a, a little uh, recap of the game tonight with some some of these thoughts down. If you want to read that at Zone Coverage, um, it will hopefully be up today or tomorrow, depending on when you listen to this. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Don't forget to uh, follow Coast to Coast NBA Pod at CND Pod. On Instagram and Twitter, send us an email at coasttocoastnbapod at gmail.com. Subscribe, rate, review, do all the shit. You know how to do it. Don't pretend. I love you all. Dylan, we wish you a Merry Christmas, baby. Bye.